Hey, hi. Um, <clears throat> hello. My name is Ebony. I'm 13. I live in America. <laughs> no, 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 no. What did you think? This is an Ebony. This is Chastity from Chastity's Corner. Thank you so much for tuning back in to this new episode, and I hope you enjoy. Well, I'm back. And I have a very, very, very special guest today. She's one of my best, best, bestest friends in the whole world. And we've known each other since we were 10. So we're 21 now. So that makes about 11 years. 11 years. 11 years and counting. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to the great, the one and only, Miss Naya Lou. That introduction, child. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you for having me. I appreciate you for having me right here. Yeah, yeah thank you for thank coming. You. Okay, so we're going to get started. What is your major? You're in school right now, so what are you studying? My major is public health. Uh, obviously, that has a lot to do with our current climate in the world. Um, I'm trying to pursue a Bachelor of Science in Nursing, and I currently go to Wayne State University. Right in Detroit, yes, ma'am. Go Warriors. Go Warriors. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess <laughs> What's your occupation? I am a nursing assistant on a geriatrics floor at Beaumont Royal Oak Hospital. Ooh. Uh, prior to that, I was in patient transportation at the same hospital for about uh, going on two years. Okay, yeah. so you mm-hmm. official, official, huh? Kind of, sound like it. <laughs> I'm okay. up there with the doctors, so. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. light. Some light. <laughs> How long have you been in this field of study? I have been trying to pursue this major, this minor, since 2017. Uh, I hope to get accepted into the nursing program um, this upcoming fall. Mm-hmm. For this upcoming fall, yeah. So, I say about four years now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I feel like you have a good amount of experience and you're fairly knowledgeable when it comes to medicine fairly knowledgeable (laughs) a couple professors hopefully that's say yes (laughs) now you be using big words and i'll be having to look them up so i'll be trusting you Mm. so what's your knowledge on vaccines vaccines well i believe they're very effective in um preventing overall the spread of communicable diseases very uh, effective with the polio vaccine the measles vaccine it's been proven time and time again through history that uh vaccines is probably one of the most advanced pieces of medicine we have had as a society just to keep us afloat really in terms of public health wise but yeah i said they're very very effective that's fair that's fair how do you feel about the COVID-19 vaccine? How do I feel? Um, I'm actually interested in getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, I know it's a mRNA vaccine. Uh, so it's a little bit different from the traditional vaccine where um, there's like a piece of genetic information that codes the virus instead of us having a less aggressive form of the virus put into you mm-hmm. because that's essentially what a vaccine is right 
Um, so they're the vaccine is relatively new technology, mm-hmm. but it isn't at the same time. This is the first time like us having like an mRNA vaccine mm-hmm. on a mass scale, and they say it's actually more effective than a traditional vaccine. So I got a lot of faith in it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotta see if you read these articles, huh? Child. Child <laughs> gonna come on here and speak about the vaccine, so I'm gonna read some. <laughs> I can't stand you. So, would you recommend people to get this vaccine? Uh, I would definitely recommend like healthcare workers mm-hmm. to to consider definitely, um, especially if they haven't contracted COVID, uh, and they don't really have that like immunity to the virus yet. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I would recommend people to educate themselves on it, especially people within the Black community to educate themselves on it, mm-hmm. uh, because obviously it is of no surprise that. COVID is disproportionately affecting us than opposed to our counterparts. So I would definitely recommend uh, people to educate themselves about the vaccine and consider. Consider. Okay. So you want them to educate and consider. When it comes to black people in medicine, the two always don't mix. And there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of pushback within the black community against the vaccine or the idea of a vaccine, especially because it has come so soon, quote unquote, so soon. And when you think about the history between black people in medicine, there's just been a lot of distrust. When you think about the Tuskegee syphilis study and people like Henrietta Lacks, just black people in medicine, they don't mix. And a lot of people in the black community have been the main ones that I've heard personally that have said, oh, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm not letting them shoot me with that. They're not going to kill me. Stuff like that. And like you said earlier, a lot of Black people have been disproportionately affected by COVID-19. And so these are also the same people or a lot of the same people who are saying, I'm not getting this vaccine. They're not shooting me with that. So how do you counter that argument? And what do you feel about that? Well, for starters, I want to definitely say that I understand that distrust. I know a lot of Black people have gone in with a concern, stated stated their concern to their physician and have felt like they weren't heard. Mm-hmm. And that has initiated a bunch of other problems for them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very prevalent within our community. Which are valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just felt like what, we're going, what we have going on is invalid. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely, there has been a lot of experimentation done unto us hundreds of years back, very unethical uh, experiments done, like you mentioned the Tuskegee syphilis uh, study. study. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that this these are all things that are valid and true, and I don't want to come on here and be like, oh, that's not true, you trust, you know, Western medicine, we're we're good (laughs) but um i definitely understand so i want to say like in this situation representation matters Mm -hmm. um i know you mentioned something about the who was that who'd be up there with big gretch big gretch uh the head doctor i want to say her name is john john a cow cow drew yes i want to say that's her name i don't know exactly her name but she's (laughs) a very educated black woman um she public got on there on national tv and got the vaccine. I know when I was I was in the gym all time, uh, watching CNN, and I know it was a one of the first people out of New York, COVID Ground Zero, 
to mm-hmm. get the vaccine was a um, nurse out of the ICU, mm-hmm. some ICU in New York. She was a black lady. Mm-hmm. So I want to say in this case, representation really matters. Um, seeing people uh, come forth and get it done, mm-hmm. um, seeing people kind of like educate, seeing black people educate others mm-hmm. on behalf of the virus and everything like that is very important. I'm sure it goes a long way. Um, even like our friends, family, hopefully get to a point where the general population feels a little bit more comfortable with uh, receiving the vaccine. That's why I was right. like, I'm going to take a leap of faith and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've already made up in my mind that I like, I wanted to do it anyway. So hopefully like, even like within my circle, my mm-hmm. inner um, group of friends and family, my network, hopefully people can come to me and be like, hey, Naya, you, you got the vaccine. You're in that line of work. How did that go for you? Right. And maybe that will give them some bit of comfort yeah. into considering getting right. it. Right, right. So, oh, in general, yeah, representation matters. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, with this vaccine, a lot of people feel like we have a shot of getting out of the panoramic earlier then mm-hmm. we would if we didn't have this vaccine. Mm-hmm. So how long do you think we will still be in this panoramic with the vaccine? And then how long do you think we would be in it if we didn't have the vaccine? Well, I know like a lot of um, people, ed- epidemiologists, people who within the big names of them public health, they really want for us to achieve herd immunity as in like, enough people get the vaccine mm-hmm. to where enough people within our population are immune to it so it doesn't spread as right. much mm-hmm. um but the vaccine isn't really getting dispatched as mm-hmm. people have hoped i know that they wanted to have at least 20 million people vaccinated by the end of 2020 mm. and they they're not even near that goal child it is <laughs> i know uh, michigan is like the seventh worst state in wow. uh, getting the vaccine out there to like healthcare workers to just the general population mm-hmm. so we have like uh some ways to go mm-hmm. um i know people need to do more of a better job of like trying to push the agenda for people to get vaccinated or try to educate mm-hmm. um so it's a lot so it's kind of hard to gauge right now if people were to like uh really get that di- vaccine dispatched to people people were to start to take it and herd immunity can be achieved i say like a good towards like the end of summer mm-hmm. or going into fall because this this is very is a very like transmittable virus mm-hmm. highly transmittable very highly so yeah but maybe even sooner mm-hmm. um if more lockdown social distancing things are implemented there's still some stuff open right now yeah girl so maybe mr biden mr joe might get in there and do, <laughs> make some stuff shake but uh i'll say i'll give it like a good six seven months but if we're still moving slow with the dispatching of the vaccine mm-hmm. child is saying i give it like a year and some change a year and some change and that makes sense though it's, it's interesting because a lot of people <clears throat> will say you know oh i'm not getting the vaccine not enough research for me this it's not working. I'm not. I'm just not gonna do it, right? But mm-hmm. then you, those are some of the same people who will go out and roller skate or go out yeah. and 
eat with no mask, you know, no social distancing, no yeah. mask, no social distancing, just vibes at the mall, at their friend's vibes. house, like you said, kickbacks, she's doing everything under the sun, but won't even consider getting a vaccine. And I feel like a vaccine is some sense of hope. I'm not saying it's the end all be all, yeah. but it's a step in the right direction, I guess. Yeah, like you said, yeah. yeah, you said herd immunity, and that's a really it's interesting word yeah. for enough people to be immune to where go ahead and finish that for me <laughs> <laughs> i guess to where the virus isn't as easily transmitted from person to person more people are immune to mm-hmm. like if i if i was to get both shots of the vaccine and mm-hmm. be exposed to covid mm-hmm. i probably won't have as severe symptoms i have very mild symptoms mm-hmm. um probably not as coughing as much and then, like if say like the whole population like that getting exposed not but not being subjected to those really like con- crazy symptoms you okay know? yeah so. so maybe not like it just disappears but enough yeah, people exactly. are immune That's to it to where yeah. we can go back to some sense of normalcy soon yes that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. okay that's fair because this is the type of virus that's not just gonna it's not poof it's gone no it's not gonna be like that no not with this yeah especially with you know everybody on a different wave but i i appreciate that perspective that point of view so you're not necessarily telling people to get the vaccine but just per se educate themselves yeah exactly i wouldn't say i know the um symptoms of the vaccine can't be any worse than COVID. There's people who've literally contracted COVID in March and haven't gained their sense of taste and smell. So right, yeah. This virus varies so much from person to person. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, right. I like how you said that. Yeah. The symptoms of the vaccine can't be any worse than the symptoms of the virus. Yes, because it, it just varies so much from person to person. There's people who didn't really have pre-existing health conditions mm-hmm. our age mm-hmm. and ended up in the ICU with this yeah. and it's it's crazy because it just you it's a roll of die you don't know what you're gonna get with it right yeah yeah that definitely makes sense but I appreciate your perspective and when I just when I heard about not on heard about but you know on Twitter you see all the controversy mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh Naya has a unique perspective she's young uh-huh. in the medical field I feel like you can add a lot of knowledge, you know, people may be more willing to listen to you, a young black woman. So I appreciate you, your perspective, and you being willing to put yourself out there like that. And thank you for your time. I appreciate you. You is my, one of my closest friends, my bestest <laughs> friends, you my twin. Thank you for having me and giving me some sort of a platform to try to educate people that look like you. Ooh, <laughs> people that look like you and me. I just hit a computer, y'all. But yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So y'all heard her. If you don't get the vaccine, maybe just educate yourself a little bit more so we can try to get back on track and get yes. back to some sense of normalcy. If you don't, at least wear your mask and wash your hands and stand six feet apart. Yeah. Don't believe everything. Just educate yourself, y'all. But thank you. Thank yes. you. So, 
that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Like always, if you have a Black business that you want me to shout out, or if you have a topic that you would like for me to discuss, please reach out to me. My socials are in my description box. Also, my Gmail is there too. Let me know if you want to hear something specific from me. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.